The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a terrific Thursday morning here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company at the SWBC Studios at the Star in Frisco. Today we break down the Cowboys offense, trying to light it up against the Texans defense. Welcome in, everybody. Alongside Isaiah Stanback. Hello. Patrick Nosey Walker. Howdy. We've got uh, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how we doing? Fantastic. I'm happy to be here. Yeah? Yeah, I'm just happy to be here, you know? Just stopping by, yes, visiting. You got something on your chest there. Oh. Yeah, say it with your chest. Are you talking about my <laughs> yeah. guest pass? Yeah, yeah, your little guest pass. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no. I'm just glad to be here, you know? Stickers are cool. I'm happy you're here. Yeah. Where's you guys? Full name, Isaiah Stanback. Uh, yeah. Escort required. Yeah. yeah. It's about, what, about what it takes, right? Yeah. So what happened was. <laughs> I think you guys might be jealous. I am jealous. I am, because stickers rock. That's why we have, yeah. you know, stickers after victories. Mm, good there point. Go. I like it. Good point. Maybe Maybe you should put, put that one on there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That is happening Shh, next week. That is good. Here's if, my smelly listen, sticker. If a, if a practice squad guy gets elevated, has a breakout game, <laughs> yes. and has to get de-elevated back the next day, visitor pass. Visitor yes. That is, Beamer, I'm telling you right now, that's happening. If we, 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 if we take care of business this weekend, this is going on the helmet. There's been a lot of wins, and so there's a lot of stickers. Clear some space. That sticker's going to, yeah, yeah, we're going to have to find some, some space for it because that. that thing is huge. Some real estate for that. Oh, man, that that's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I've, I'm looking ahead, guys, to this Texans matchup, and I couldn't help but think about what we talked about yesterday. Mm. And <laughs> I, I hate how confident this team is, or not this team, but like this team, as mm. in in the building with Talking Cowboys, okay. these, these three right here. I hate how confident we are in the fact of this is just going to be a, another game. It's not, there's, there's no such thing in the NFL. But then a couple things continued to, to kind of mm. come down yesterday. These are, these are toilet thoughts. Yeah, a little bit. Just whoosh, flush them away. 17-point favorites, the most, the, the biggest point spread in the NFL this season. Cowboys lead the NFL in point differential, and toward the bottom of that list, guess who's there? The Houston Texans. Mm. Then you look at the injury report yesterday, Patrick mm. Nosey Walker, mm. Mm. and the Cowboys had a couple guys sprinkled on there. However, Tyron Smith back at practice. Yep. You had James Washington in practice. Mm. And then the Texans, it's DNP, 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 DNP. It doesn't look great for the Houston Texans. Does it look like a tanking? I don't. I don't know if it's tanking or not. I really don't. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out, right? A couple guys. Oh, okay. C.J. Stroud. You've got Bryce Young. Two we're, guys at the top of the list. We're not accusing them of tanking. I don't we're, think. We're, we're saying that, um, <laughs> you know. It's convenient. <laughs> it's convenient that guys are pragmatic. Is what I was saying. Have they had a bye? This, this is. Uh, I don't think so. That's a good if they're 1, that's 10, and 1, that's 12 yeah. games. So, yeah, they have had a bye. Yeah, they had a yeah. bye. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 
Tell us about news and notes, Yeah, I was going to say, let's let's use that to segue w- right into it, and w- we'll, w- we'll do it on the inverse. Oh, Houston right. Texans, ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourself, because um, this is what their injury report looks like. All right. Mario Addison, dealing with a knee injury, did not participate. Malik Collins, who you guys and gals should all know very yeah. well from his time with the Cowboys, um, he did not practice, but his was a rest day. So Malik Collins looks like he, he'll play. Nico Collins, foot, did not participate. Brandon Cooks. Calf did not participate, mm. and it goes down the list from there. Derek Stingley, the defensive back, did not participate. Jerry Hughes, his was a rest day, did not participate. We'll talk about him momentarily because he's a, the team leader in sacks. Uh, Kurt Hennish, I mean, it's it's like I summed up in the tweet yesterday for the injury report. I kind of laid out the Cowboys injury report, which is short, and we'll get to that in a quick second. But then when it came to breaking down the Houston Texans injury report, just yikes. That was my professional assessment <laughs> of their injury report. Just yikes. analysis. Yikes. Uh, Cowboys-wise, uh, Quentin Bohanna was limited with a knee injury. Doesn't seem like there's any main major concern there. However, he was inactive last week, so mm-hmm. um, that is something to keep an eye on. Good news is he's back in practice and he is working through it, but we'll see if the Cowboys activate him this week or if they give him another week of rest on that knee. Jonathan Hankins, uh, he did not participate, but his was due to a personal uh, reason, so he's expected back in practice today. Uh, hopefully the, the personal issue isn't um, anything major, um, but if it is, prayers to him and his family. Uh, Kelvin Joseph and Sam Williams, uh, after the press conference yesterday, head coach Mike McCarthy said that there were a couple of guys that were quote-unquote under the weather. Injury report comes out, and those guys are Kelvin Joseph and Sam Williams, both tagged with the illness designation. They did not participate. Last week it was Trevon Diggs and Michael Gallup. Both of those players did were active, um, very much so, in the game against the Indianapolis Colts. So we'll see how it goes with KJ and Sam Williams. KJ specifically because he is tabbed as the front runner to replace Anthony Brown. So this game is one of the first key games for him. And then from there you have Jaron Curse with the shoulder and Demarcus Lawrence with the foot. Both of them were limited. Both are expected to practice today, tomorrow, Saturday, and be on the field on Sunday. So that's the injury report between both of them. Cowboys looking fairly fairly good, assuming that Kelvin and Sam um, you know, rest up and recover in time. Um, but the Houston Texans, my word. So uh, kind of on the reverse end of injury talk, I mean, the fact that a couple guys were in there yesterday and the Cowboys were indoors yesterday. It was a little nasty outside. Yeah, and so uh, they they gross. worked inside the Ford Center. Tyron Smith was out there. You and I both got to look I, I thought he looked great. I, I thought the movement was there. He didn't look like he was limbering, laboring, nothing of the sort. What was your assessment of, of how Tyron looked? Same, and, and this is something that just carries over from what we've been seeing you know, in the, the open portion of practice over the past couple of weeks or so. He has been moving extremely well. Yeah. Uh, and there was one one point in practice, I think it might have been last week, uh, and shouts out to Haley uh, Sutton. She was standing there next to me. And he, he being Tyron, he went through a, a full drill um, with Britt on the, in the rehab cords, and it was full speed, and it included cuts and change of, changes of direction. And I am in awe mm. at how someone that size can move that, well. can move that <laughs> freaking yeah, well. So when I saw that, I, I literally was taken aback, and I looked at Haley, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. That again, my professional assessment. Yikes! <laughs> uh, of uh, in a good way, in a good way. Uh, this is a guy who had his hamstring torn off the back of his knee the same day he walks out of the, out of the facility without even a minor limp, 
And, you know, a couple months later or so, here he is just out there running, you know, full speed. So yesterday was just a carryover for me. I didn't expect to see anything um, lesser than what I had seen over these past several weeks with Tyron Smith. He He's back. So when the Cowboys say um, there's a chance that he'll be on the field against the Texans, believe it. Believe it. There is a chance. Do you think there's a chance he's there this week, Isaiah, just based off of the injury and the timetable and what you've heard from the front office? Or is it more of just targeting? I, I don't think next week's out of the question at all. I no, think no. that's really yeah. the, the fallback. It has to happen before Philadelphia. Correct. So I think the chances are it's a dumb and dumber chance. Dumb and dumber so chance. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying You remember that? Yeah. I got that one. You got that one. Didn't Good get job, a night bro. at the Roxbury. People Sorry, guys. were very disappointed. I know. People were uh, really yeah, upset. To I'm going to watch it. I, I need to get the, the login for the service. Yeah. That service. Yeah. Whatever it is. I'm your plug. Yeah. Nobody's watching. Yeah. VPN. But, but yeah, no, I haven't gotten to watch it yet. I'll watch it soon. But, yeah, so, I mean, there's a chance. I don't see it happening, but I don't know his health in terms of, you know, what they know. So, I can't speak on it. But, obviously, if you guys say that he had a good half-and-half practice, and we'll see how the rest of the week goes, I guess really today. And then – yeah, yeah, no shells could, all week, right? Yeah, it's no shells, it's walkthroughs. But I think what you could do is he needs to con- he needs to contact. Right. Well, I would say he needs what, contact what I would prior say to playing is in the game. Put him out there, let him start um ten to fifteen snaps. Without shells. No, I mean he needs some shells. Okay. But yeah, um I'm talking about if there's a likelihood of him playing yeah, of course. against the Texans. You put yeah. him out there as a starter, you give him ten to fifteen snaps, you pull him, you let you know, Tyler and, and Jason Peters finish the job at left tackle against the Texans. But you start the ramp-up process, which is basically what you just did with Anthony Barr, which with a much lesser injury, but nonetheless, yeah. ramp-ups need to happen, especially when you're out for such a period of time as Tyron was. So is that a question for McCarthy maybe today is – with the lack of pads in practice this week, and he made it known. He said it in his press conference he that he's not putting the guys in pads. It's a scheduled thing. It's not because they're playing the Texans and they're taking the Texans lightly. I think it's, a it's just important. a day off, couple couple days yeah, off. I think it's too important for to, to see him with that full resistance. Yeah, you know, I think he needs some guys like we talked about right? when he comes back. He needs some guys getting after him, right? Whether it's right. Micah, D. Law, Sam Williams, whoever you want to throw over there, tack. Don't do tack. Tack might be a little bit too much. Doris. Uh, <laughs> Doris. But yeah, you know, I mean, throw. You got waves, right? Throw some guys at him and do some one on ones. He needs to feel that that contact. He, you just can't when you're when you're not in shells. And for people that don't know what shells are, it's you're wearing all football pads from the yes. from the waist up, right? Yep. So shoulder pads, helmets. Okay, that's shells. If you're not wearing that, then you just have helmets on, and you're not getting anywhere near the amount of contact that you would typically get, which means that he's not facing that real resistance and hasn't faced that real resistance since he got injured. All right. So if, if for whatever reason, and typically they they have a pretty robust practice on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, if they have a if they change up and then go shells on Saturday, then that increases the likelihood and the chance, I should say, of him taking the field against the Texans. Um, There's but, no way but they to do cal- shells a day before the game. Fair, but not for cal- a twelve o'clock to- game. Yeah, they that's true. Have, this is a noon yeah. game. Yeah, right? this, that's I a good point. This is a noon game yeah. because it's it's difficult to remember that this team gets <laughs> noon games. Mm. <laughs> so this, this is a noon game. The next two are noon games. Yeah, this is Just a noon game, right? A lot of um, noon games so, down uh, yeah, the stretch. To Cal's point, so if if you know seven seven isn't out there on on Sunday, <laughs> then I think it's as close to a hundred percent chance as you can get that he'd be out there against the Jaguars. So it's really sad that you don't get the experience of donuts that we have here oh. in the studio on twelve o'clock game. The crow nuts. 
I mean, you get the experience of game. I get know? the Kyle mac and I, cheese. Kyle, myself, Barry. I get the mac you know, and Nate, cheese. We're sitting here just in a. It's pretty good. I get the mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is pretty fire. You did. Yeah. But you didn't get the smoked mac and cheese, though. Didn't get that one. Uh, kind of continuing I with this conversation. <laughs> Not the food conversation, the offensive line conversation. Come on, Kyle. No, I'm trying to push trying past to stay that. Above two forty. Trying to, yeah, no, no, not for me. So I, I originally wanted to talk about wide receivers, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on right. in the show. But since we're talking about offensive line initially, how exciting is it? Because we we talked about good problems on Monday, right? right. Who do you put at left guard? Connor McGovern. Tyler Smith. By the way, the overwhelming majority of my Twitter poll was in agreement with Patrick, but I think I'm in agreement now with Isaiah. I think you keep it the same. I think you keep it at Connor McGovern. Connor McGovern hasn't lost that job. He just, He's played really, he just, really well. He just wants you to have a friend. Just, just come on I'm right there with you. The I'm right there with you. Toy Story. But, you got a friend. But the, the fan poll got it over there. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to m- make another debate. We've already thrown that out there. Yeah. But how exciting is it to not have? Yeah. A, a lack of offensive linemen, yeah. but have a surplus this time around because that's a awesome. huge piece awesome. of this puzzle moving forward that you didn't necessarily th- think going into the offseason that you had. Front office has done an amazing job. They have over the last two seasons they've been they've been lights out, and I'm not talking about Sean Merriman. Yeah, <laughs> they've been they've been killing it uh, in regards to like completely changing this defense mm-hmm. personnel wise. Completely changing the scope of this offensive line. Both of these areas have been concerned, right? They've been huge concerns. Right. Um, you know, you look at the kicker situation. We thought that was going to be a complete wow, just, yeah. right? It was bad, right? In so camp. every Oof. issue that has been presented in terms of potential downfall at positions, they've addressed it. And the the more incredible thing, and I think this also gives credit to the coaching staff. I mean, give the flowers to the coaching staff, too. Because every – and we talked about it on this show. Week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a 19-3 to loss. We came back into this studio and we said everything that was a question mark reared its ugly head mm. against Tampa Bay. Yes. So And then you lost your quarterback. So at that point, hope looked lost. Mm. The fact that all those question marks, which is offensive line, special teams, and a little bit of the defense in terms of stopping the run, all of those things were just – torn apart and so was your secondary in that game too but with that being said that's not a question anymore I mean these are all things that have been checked up uh checked across the board been addressed and been addressed since that point going into camp like you said one of the biggest questions hands down was the depth at the offensive line position Mm -hmm. just as a unit Mm -hmm. um and here we are in you know mid-December and we're talking about you know unfortunately you lose Tyron Smith but credit the front office will mcclay stephen jones jerry jones you you got tyler smith uh much to the chagrin of a lot of cowboys nation yeah tyler smith comes in and pops right out the left tackle uh, which is what he played at tulsa and he has acquitted himself very well as a rookie obviously you're going to have your rookie hiccups and there have yeah. been the penalties but for the most part based upon expectation and the situation he was thrust into you could not have asked for much yeah. more from tyler smith and they picked up a big fella right you, and you pick up jason peters you you lose uh, Matt Willetsko, mm-hmm. you lose Matt Forniak. Mm-hmm. Those guys, are things you can't predict. Right. You can't predict. Right. Nope. So you lose. My point is, you yeah. lose these two players, which you were hoping to get some contributions from as early as this season, and your offensive line doesn't lose a step, not a single step, and that is before seven seven gets dropped back into yep. the mix. 
it it's just it's phenomenal. Awesome. Great job. Uh, kudos across the board, front office, coaching staff, and, and of course we have to specifically yeah. mention Joe Philbin and his his uh, offensive line uh, assistant. They've just been phenomenal. So yeah. bouquets of roses. Scouting to department too. Yeah. Scouting department. Shouts out to the Amazing. scouting department. That's where it really that, that's boots on the ground right yeah. there. So when's the last time you had this much confidence in the offensive line? It, it, was it the Travis Fred, Frederick? Fred Beard was here. Yeah, it was. It was the Fred Beard, Fred Beard, Tyron Zach era, mm. and yeah. then toss in some Ronald Leary for those that might have forgot about mm. Big Ron, right? You know, um, that was also when you know Lyle Collins was here, but also challenging Leary for positions, and then you had you know that that situation. But as far as depth and talent goes, it was that it was that era. Not since that era. I'm looking at Tyler Smith's numbers compared to Tyron Smith's numbers as a rookie. In 2011, Tyron had over 1,000 snaps. He had eight sacks allowed and 30 pressures given up. Seven penalties total. So numbers that aren't necessarily great numbers, especially for Tyron Smith. I mean, he got better as his career got along, of course. But then you look at Tyler's numbers. He's had 780 snaps. He's allowed four sacks, which is half of what uh, – Tyron did in his rookie season with about three quarters of the snaps, and he's allowed 25 pressures, which is pretty high for that number in relative at that point, too. I mean, fact of the matter is, when this season comes to a close, Tyler Smith at left tackle in filling into a, a position that he wasn't anticipated. I know what you're about to do here, Kyle? I'm just saying, if, if, if he wasn't anticipated to play left tackle this Say year. Say it with your chest, Kyle. It's he Thursday. was he was anticipated to play left guard. Came in. Struggled there in the offseason, went right back out to left tackle, which was his position in the future, and he's having comparable numbers to Tyron Smith whenever they're both in their rookie seasons. So you're saying... There's a chance. There's a chance he's your left tackle of the future, and he's shown that oh, no. the way that you he, wanted it to be. He's your left tackle of the future. Sure, Wait, let, but anything can happen either way, is what I'm saying. That's why it's always a chance. I mean, it's not foregone conclusion that he's going to continue to well, have let, the trajectory way. that Tyron he's did. A, it's a foregone conclusion that they're looking to him to be Absolutely. Left tackle of the future. I agree with that. Now, will that manifest itself? Time will tell. Yeah. Trajectory says yes, but time will tell. Injuries happen, knock on wood. And, you know... Uh, dips in production happen, knock on wood. But current trajectory, looking good. Got a looking ball. good. Looking, looking good. good. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, does the wide receiving core even need Odell Beckham Ooh. Jr.? We're going to talk about that, and we got an update on a timeline that I think completely changes the conversation. When we come back right after this with more Talking Cowboys. When you build, you start with the foundation, and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Back to Talking Cowboys. Experience the magic of the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters during Christmas time. With your ticket, you'll enjoy a 45-minute guided tour, Christmas cookies, and a takeaway limited edition Dallas Cowboys ornament. Select dates are now available and will sell out fast. Book your visit now at the Star in Frisco dot com slash tours now i can't speak for everybody that is a part of the podcast but if you see patrick no walker if you see isaiah Stanback, you see myself say hi while you're on please the tour. do hello please yeah do. say hi uh they tell you at the beginning like don't don't talk to people that's a good rule don't do that but if you see us you can say hi just yeah, say hey kyle love the show hey patrick love the show hey isaiah people do that i'm a big film room fan <laughs> I, I was at i was high. eating some breakfast yesterday yeah um, at a particular restaurant, and one of the gentlemen that was working at the restaurant was like, "Hey, I listen to your show every day. Love I said, it. I absolutely love it. Love it. Mm. Absolutely love you it." You know, notice when the tours walk past. The yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll typically say, we all smile, I'll I'll say smile and wave. I've never seen a tour actually stop and watch the break. Oh. I mean, oh. they definitely just breeze by. Pew, it's, pew, it's, a, it's a stop. Pew. It's a stop on, on pew, the tour, pew, you know, but they just walk right by. I didn't know we were taking shots at people. Shots. Here. What shots? It's kind of <laughs> RPGs, baby. Yeah, I was about to say. That's a <laughs> rocket launcher. Let's freaking go, huh? All right. Let's go. Ca- camping on the roof. <laughs> Scoping. Mm. Bang. Absolutely. Isaiah, are you a fan of cryptic tweets? Cryptic yeah, tweets. like like no. like mysterious no. tweets. No. Patrick, are you a fan of them? You gotta understand, Kyle. I uh, grew up no. in the MySpace era. Yeah. Okay. MySpace, Black Planet, Clay Christian Mingle, okay. all that stuff. That's what I grew up. Okay? <laughs> Farmers. I was only. with Facebook. <laughs> Listen, I was with Facebook when you had to Farmers have a college. <laughs> you had to have a college email address. Okay. That's where the era I come from. We didn't throw cryptic stuff out there, Kyle. If you wanted to say something, you said it with your chest. Now everybody sits behind their little computers or their cell phones and sends out whatever they want to to either draw attention or to throw shade or to act like they're going to say something. We'd act like they got their chest puffed out when they really wouldn't say it in person. Uh. The world's a different place now, Kyle. Mm. So now people say things 
cryptically mm-hmm. to try to get some attention. Say what you dog on chess. I, I just I'm not a fan, and and we'll talk about really quickly what we're talking about specifically. Yep. But it's not exclusive to this individual. Just period across the board. I do not like cryptic tweets. Like I'm with, I'm with Isaiah. Say it with your whole chest. I think it's corny. So it's, it's, I think it's, I like it's, a, it's a look at that. Me. I think it's just a corny I didn't, I didn't thing. Think it's a look at that me. term was around your generation. Yeah, I like cring, that. It's cringy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, oh, that's corny's the, better. Corny is the older term. Cringy, cringy is the cur- okay. current, I guess. That's what trash. the kids say. That's what I think. Yeah, well, that's too. There was a certain wide receiver that yesterday put out a quick cryptic tweet following the news starting to trickle out that the Dallas Cowboys have cooled on talks with Odell Beckham Jr. Cooled. Cooled. Yeah, not corny, not cringy, but cool. They're still "quote unquote" working on it, at, you know, per yeah. Jerry Jones. But I think "cooled" is a is an accurate way to and describe it. The reason why is not because the meetings went poorly. No, everything was great. Well. Yeah, actually, from well. what we have heard, the 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 players that hung out with him at the game, Trayvon Diggs, Michael Parsons, were great. Yeah. Uh, the the conversations he had with Mike McCarthy went swell. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, everything, Steven, Jerry, all of that, check, 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 check. Mm -hmm. But then you get into the injury talk. There you go. That's where the holdup is. And that's where the holdup is league-wide right now, I think. Isn't that why he's not on a team? Correct. Absolutely correct. Is the injury timetable. You were thinking, here we are thinking, maybe the next couple weeks he could come in and play. Two or three weeks down the road. Maybe that Philadelphia game, he's there and ready to go and help the team win. Micah Parsons gave us a little insight that Odell Beckham told Micah, Yesterday, or I guess a couple days ago, but he said this yesterday. Five weeks. Five weeks out. Five weeks out, which would put him at right at the tail end of the regular season. So best case scenario, week 18, final game against the Washington Commanders. Or the wild card round, second base ca- best case scenario. Realistically, you probably wouldn't see him as a full, fully engulfed part of this offense until the divisional round or the the, the championship round. It, it's like, like I said earlier this week, the conversation moved to 2023 mm-hmm. as it relates to Odell Beckham Jr. Because you simply don't know, based upon you know the medical situation with his knee, if he'll be able to take the field in 2022. Because consider this: if he did, in fact, tell Michael Parsons that he's five weeks out from. Well, this week, because they met earlier this week. If he told him he's five weeks out from this week, players will always tend to lean towards optimism, Mm. right? Best case scenario. So if Odell's best case scenario is five, that means realistically it might be seven or eight. Oh. Right? Which, and, and again, some things are just absolute. In the world, yeah, death, taxes, and the ability of the Cowboys' medical staff to do their job, <laughs> right? So, if the Cowboys' medical staff is looking at his his you know MRI and looking at his reports, and they did the physical, the one over, and they sit back and they say, "Not uh, worth it." Is this the same medical staff that found the the issue with Demon Clark? Yep. It is. Okay, it's still drafted him anyways okay. because of and now he's their playing confidence. And he's playing not okay. a red shirt season. He's playing sure. and making an impact. I, just for the people that were going to tweet something. Yeah, all, yeah Best, also the same medical okay. staff that you know for those that are saying Jalen Smith wouldn't take another snap in mm. football. Hmm. How's that nerve doing? So again, death, Texas, Cowboys medical staff. <laughs> Best medical staff in the league, in your opinion? You worked with them straight up, and yeah. you worked with multiple. You were with the I Giants, did. the Jags, yeah. the Patriots, the, the Cowboys. Gi- the Giants have a really good staff. At the time, Jacksonville had a really good staff. Um, but yeah, Dallas, to me, as entirety, I think Dallas has us. Was it a, like was it close, or was it like blow them out of the water sort of? 
<clears throat> at the, yeah, you at your took, time, and it's the same staff now that took, was I think I was here. spoiled, so let's just say that. I was okay. spoiled, and I spent too much time with all my medical staff. Um, but <laughs> I don't know if that's Yeah, spoiled. that's not a good thing. Um, but I'm saying organizationally, I yeah, was spoiled. Okay. I, was, I played for some really good organizations. But Dallas, holistically, when you start looking at Jim, you look at Britt, and you look at Greg, those guys, the three of them, plus their, the people that they bring on, those, yeah, that's, a, that's a trifecta. Yeah, yeah. and again, if Odell is saying five weeks – Players will almost always go to the to the shortest window, which means realistically, probably looking at seven to eight. So then it's, the question becomes: It's very telling. Are you willing to sign and stash? Because that's basically what you'd be looking at. I knew this conversation would go one way, or not this conversation. This debate would go one way or another once he got in the building. Why is that? Because the because of the medical staff. Yeah, it was gonna. The deal was either gonna get done really quickly because or, they said or, or he's was better than done at thought. All. Yeah. Right. I, I knew I knew it. Like we could talk about it all leading up to it, but as soon as he got in the building and they can get their hands on him and get out their, their medical staff and MRIs and all the other kind of jazz, I'm not sure all that took place, but I would assume all that took place. It did. It did. He was either going to get done immediately or not at all. Now, I, and there's there's something to be said for for those that are saying, well, you know, sign stash and while you because you still have James Washington ramping to come up as well. Yeah. Um, and get Odell in the Bel- Be- Odell Beckham Jr. in the building with this outstanding medical staff that we're talking about, so that he can finish his rehab <clears throat> here, and that might just expedite the process. There's I don't think they wanted to commit to him. I don't think they wanted to commit to him beyond this year. Truthfully, mm-hmm. that's my belief. I think they wanted him Jerry for this wants run. His impact, right? Now. I think Jerry wanted him for this run. That's and, and I don't if it's not blame this him. Run, if it's not this run. We'll wait and see what what we look like next year. Do you I think do you blame him for that though? No. Not at all. It's a great business not decision, in my opinion. If he's not ready to play, then don't mess with it. We'll see it in the offseason. And, and to answer your question, no, the wide receiver core doesn't need him right now. But you do need some insurance. Now that might come by way of James Washington, who hopefully can get on the field and make an impact. But being yeah. James Washington or Odell Beckham Jr. Um, you would like to believe or like to know that you're going into the playoffs injury proof at the position um, mm. because if player X or player Y and I'm not going to say the names because I don't want to I'm superstitious like that mm. um, if they one of those players go down goes down with an injury and you don't have someone that is ready to step in and step up at a high level you're going to be in very real trouble um, but that being said all insurance isn't the same um, James Washington albeit not the player that Odell is he's ready to get on the field mm. ASAP yeah Odell you could you could sign that insurance policy and you still might not see it pay out in 2022 even if you need it. So so many layers to this, but yeah, Jerry Jones want, wants present tense the impact now because he wants to make the run now and he wants Odell Beckham Jr. to be the additive now. If Odell and his team is saying, well, there's a chance, but we can definitely make sure that you're good in 2023. Then I guess the question for Jerry becomes, well, then what concessions are you making? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have to make a lot of concessions for me to eat that. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I think the conversation is completely turned. It's not the same as what it was a week or two weeks ago. There's and it's also a conversation I'm tired of having. Ooh, I'm not going to lie to you. Listen, not just that. There's, there's some locker room fatigue. With this, you heard yeah, Demarcus Lawrence, Demarcus Lawrence said it yesterday. yesterday. He God, said, I'm so for those that missed it, he I'm said, tired of talking about it. I'm so we had to hit it because Micah talked about it yesterday, and then the timetable is turned. The decision is different. This is the last time I will talk about OBJ until the pin hits the paper, whether it's with the Cowboys or, or not. So this is the last time we're talking about OBJ. I want to to shift that conversation into the wide receivers, though, shift because you, yeah, with an F, the the way that this team 
has built momentum. Mm. It's been in a different way than they've done it in the past, but it's been in a way that both I know Isaiah Stanback's talked about before, mm-hmm. Patrick Nosey Walker mm-hmm. has talked about before, mm-hmm. and that's by running the football and being physical. So when yes. we come back on Talking Cowboys, the run game is setting up the pass much like it always should have been. Where is the credit going to go? Is it going to Kellen Moore? Is it going to the running game? Is it going to the wide receiving core for being consistent and reliable? I'll mention what I'm talking about when we come back right after this on Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. This sweet. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to Talking Cowboys. The NFL is back in Las Vegas with the reimagined Pro Bowl games, and the roster is in your hands. Vote now and see your favorite players compete like never before. Text VOTE to 635-635 or visit nfl.com slash pro bowl games vote the pro bowl going on in vegas no more actual football game but the it's the pro bowl games and they've got coaches eli manning and peyton manning are gonna lead well, the nfc you, and afc did they really play football in no the pro bowl? it was a no. showcase back in the day they did oh you 
Yeah, Sean I mean, Taylor. When I was, Sean yeah. Taylor. When I was when I was in the league, yeah, yeah. they were playing. I'm sure the they were. Now they do. Not. They don't. Do yeah, so they they're like, that was like right, the last. We got to do something here. That was the last of it. Yeah, it's a walk through. That's done. Literally, was that 15 years? How yeah, long? yeah, it's been 15 years of not good. But now the fan vote is is involved. The fan vote's still fun because you still get to send players to the Pro Bowl. Six three five six three five. Text vote or visit nfl.com slash Pro Bowl games vote. Back here on Talking Cowboys, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, here, what was that? Say hi, Kyle. Hey there. Here's the net passing yards over the last five games for the Dallas Cowboys Chicago, 242 win. Green Bay, 262. We're not going to talk about that one. 307, Minnesota, big time win. 261 against New York, win on Thanksgiving. And then last week against Indianapolis in another big-time win, 165 yards through the air. Isaiah, you've been a big proponent of this since you stepped onto this show. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then throw it. It needs to be a run-first offense. Does the fact that there's some confidence around not only the offensive line but the ground game in general with the one-two punch of Tony Pollard – so much so that it's opening up the passing game and these wide receivers are getting better separation and benefiting from it. Absolutely. This is the key to success for the Dallas Cowboys offense. And you're absolutely right. We've talked about it extensively on this show. And it works. Look at there. Yeah. Lo and behold, mm-hmm. Kellen Moore has matured and graduated himself up to what I consider an elite offensive coordinator. I think he was a really good coordinator before. But as long as he knows that this is effective, as long as he commits to it, you're 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 an elite offensive coordinator. You don't have to throw your way into the category of being an elite offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Your job as offensive coordinator is to put your guys in position to be successful Facts. and score points, Facts. whether that's on the ground or whether that's in the air. Some teams evolve differently depending on what you have available to you. Yeah. The identity of this team is just that. Run the freaking ball. You got a two-headed monster in the backfield. You got a great offensive line that's doing really well, scoring you touchdowns at the top of the league. Okay, they're protecting your quarterback. Okay, do what you have to do to be successful. Don't do anything outside of that because when you get cute, you become the ugly duckling. Mm. I like it. I like that. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the science is right there in front of you, Kellen Moore continue to consistently commit to the run to set up the pass because there are times where you've gotten away from it and it's come back to bite you, be it in the micro and, and, you know, certain situations or in the game overall as far as the outcome is concerned. More often than not, in the three losses, well, week one was such an aberration. Uh, I I try not to even mention that because it was just such an aberration. But in the the other two losses – those are hanging on your head because you got away from the run. You were up, and we we don't want to talk about Green Bay, but one of the reasons for that collapse was you got away from the run. Yeah, and in which case you were up four, by fourteen points. You should have used the clock as yeah. the twelfth d- defender and just ran it down their throat, which you did. But it looks like we're back to um, Kellen Moore understanding the level of commitment that is required mm-hmm. to the run game when you have two dynamic running backs keep the ball in their hand until further notice. And then you have an elite quarterback you can allow to play off of that, and it just completely keeps the opposing defense off balance. And that's how you're going to continue to win games going forward. So with that question, or that that being the case, I've got a question on the back end here. Which one do you want to utilize more against the Texans? 
Do you want to allow it to get your wide receivers a little bit of extra pub? You give them some some airtime, maybe lift off since we're playing Houston, or do you do you run right at this this Houston Texas team and just continue to wear them down? I think you do what you've been doing. Right. Don't change Don't a thing. Change Don't thing. change it. Only thing I want more of is Malik Davis. Mm, really? Yeah. Why is that? Because I want to beat a team yeah, so bad that you're arresting your guys. Because he wants a blow. <clears throat> you know, that would be fun because Damian Pierce and Malik Davis were 1-2 on the depth chart at Florida That's together. So cool. then you could kind of duel each other I'm out a little bit. I'm with it. Yeah. Speaking of rookies, I, I want to see them go at Jalen Petrie a little bit in coverage. He's been suspect in coverage mm. all year long. I was watching Big the film yesterday. Pick. He was a big-time draft pick. I wasn't very high on them in the draft. I actually got in an argument with, with Brian Prada. Didn't they on go up him. and get him? They did, yeah. He's ranked 85th of 88 safeties on <laughs> Pro Football Focus right now. And Like I said, grades I really don't pay attention to, but, I mean, 85th of 88. Big that's bottom circle. four. That's just something to keep in mind. I want to see them attack the air a little bit. I, I agree with you. Don't change anything. Okay. Continue to run the football the way that you have, uh-huh. and then you can open it up a little bit. Okay. I want to see them take those mistakes away in the early parts of the game. That's a big thing, too. And I agree, and I think that you will see the receivers, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Noah Brown, um, the tight end crew, and I think this is a good game to get Jake and Peyton involved a little bit more as well. Oh, Peyton. Yeah, I think you'll see them, you know, make a big play, respectively one. We used to call the the Dallas defense the duffel bag boys. (laughs) Every time I hear about those two, Jake and Peyton, I think of the duffel bag boys there too. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm with Isaiah in that this uh, freaking frack. (laughs) The month of December, you experiment where you need to experiment offense and line rotations because you got Teron coming back, cornerback uh, opposite Trevon Diggs and outside of De'Ron Bland because you lost Anthony Brown. Um, but you, this is also where things are set as far as schematics go. You, you've determined that you're better run first team. Use the play, play action off of that. Mm-hmm. Start refining that. Start sharpening that more and more because not to look forward, but you kind of got to peek forward. Massive game coming up on Christmas Eve. The playoffs are, are here not long thereafter. December needs to be where you're hitting your stride, refining everything that needs to be refined and everything that needs to be experimented with. Tweak that, you know, get that worked out. So don't go into this game thinking, okay, well, yeah, it's the Texans and we can throw it all around the field. It's true. You probably can. Yeah. And the science says you can, right? Um, keep an eye on Jerry Hughes. I mean, that guy has eight sacks, so contain him and then everything else falls into place. Mm-hmm. Um, but – I mean, get in there, punch them in the mouth, mm. take whatever hope they have going into this game away immediately. 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 And then rest your guys. Because this is a team <laughs> this is a team in the Texans that you can you can break their heart and their emotions and their hope in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Because they they they're getting paid to do it, but they I don't think at this point, one ten and one in Cowboys. Chiefs, Titans are the next three opponents. These guys are ready to take to take it to January. They're they're ready for some uh some vacations. Vive la vacation. Yeah, you, they're ready for some vacations. To were you ever on a team that had a season like that where it was Not one two wins? I didn't think you were. No. What was the worst season you ever went through regular season wise? I don't remember the record. It was Jacksonville for sure. Was it? Yeah. Was was there a pride issue at the end, face. or was there was there a fatigue? Was it more pride oh, of we want to no, we want to keep our jobs? You're counting down vacations. Exactly. Were you really? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. At this yeah, point, you're looking at you're like, what, I got five weeks? Okay, They've five been weeks. eliminated from playoff contention. We're talking about fun. Effective mm-hmm. last week. Yep. And now you're going up against the Cowboys and then the Chiefs and then the Titans. Those guys, they're calling the travel planners. They're just, they're ready to get up out of here. So, you know, make it easy for them by putting them in a coffin early. 
Yeah. They're currently the number one pick. And that's no surprise at anybody. They've lost seven straight games. That's first in the league, most in the league in terms of a losing streak. So, and lost you seven by straight. Even trying to get up for these games, no, not nothing. You're going to lose draft status. Yep, you're going to drop. They've so. got the 13th pick too from Cleveland for the Deshaun Watson trade. So that pick is even looking better and better. They have no incentive to really the get only, up there. The and play. only, and I mean the only incentive they have, is to try to beat the in-state big brother. That's yeah. it. That's that's all they got. Everybody gets up to play them. Yeah. I mean, it's still, especially when yeah. they're good. The in-state big brother, that's the only motivation for the Texans. But, you know, punch them in the mouth early with Zeke and Pollard, you know, break them in the first quarter, and this game will get away from the Texans very quickly. Guys, you're going to see shoulders start to slump. Heads are going to drop. The plays are just going to get bigger and bigger. And if you think 54 against the Colts was something, Mm. if you break the Texans' will early, this could absolutely be a a 60 stake. 2-14 and my my last year. Wow, that's pretty bad. That's really bad. That is bad. But you were counting down vacation days? absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You weren't the only one in that locker room. Who's your quarterback? (laughs) It was Sharon Brochures. Chad Blaine. (laughs) Was it really? Chad Blaine. Blaine Gabbert. Gabbert. Chad Henney's still in the league. Where is he at? He's backing up my homie. Is he really? I did not know that. He's been doing that I for did, years. Oh, I did know that. You and I were in Inglewood in that hotel lobby, and we were watching the Chiefs play, he's and Chad been, Henney trotted out there. He's been doing that for years. I remember that. That's pretty funny. I should have learned how to play QB. Yeah, right. That's a I mistake. at QB. <laughs> I should have never left. Should have never left. Drafted in 2008. Wow. He's still sticking around. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, drafted after me. Wow. Yeah. Good. Good. Interesting. Good for him. All right, tomorrow we've got say it with your chest. Friday we're gonna we're gonna talk about the nickname thing. We've got some got some decisions to be made, so we're gonna take some time tomorrow to do that. Goose squad. We're gonna give you some some matchups to watch tomorrow. We'll give you some <laughs> chances to to make some I'll money. Try to get some out of on DraftKings, and then we'll of course. Give you the pickums, and we're going to pick some games over the weekend. That does it for us, for Isaiah Stanback, for Patrick Nosey Walker, for Chris Beam. We'll see you tomorrow. More Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!